Hello friends, and welcome to the Stop Chasing Wellness podcast. If you are here listening to this podcast, we believe it is because you value your health and know that your health is a gift you give to others, but that you might be looking for answers to help you live your healthiest life in a more simplified way. You may be dealing with your own health struggles or trying to help a spouse or a child find a better way to deal with their struggles. Maybe you've just lost your way or you've gone down that rabbit hole of confusing, conflicting information that's swirling all around you. We've got you. As certified holistic health coaches, Gina and I, I'm Coach Kristen, focus our health coaching on the belief that what we put on our plate is a direct reflection of what is going on in our lives. This ranges anywhere from the quality of your social life and personal relationships to your level of physical activity and overall health, to your spirituality, your career, your finances, and education. The foods you put on your plate are just one piece of this wheel that we call the circle of life. Before we introduce our guest speaker, we invite you to check out our website, stopchasingwellness.com, to learn more about the wellness coaching programs that we offer, as well as to purchase the book, by the same name, Stop Chasing Wellness. Our book is an overview of the pillars from which we teach. We're so proud to share this with you and hope that you will find it to be the catalyst that you need to help point you in the right direction with your health and wellness goals. And our online wellness coaching programs are done in a way that allow you to start your program at any time that's convenient for you. And Coach Gina and I are with you every step of the way to help guide and educate you and help you make this your own personalized experience. Our online coaching programs are designed to teach you how and what you should be feeding your body so that you can take the guesswork out of healthy eating, all done in a way that works for you individually. Basically, we just teach you how to stop chasing wellness and learn to start creating it. We absolutely love our offerings and we know that you are gonna love them too. And now I am so excited to have the honor to introduce my friend, Carrie Sincule, on our podcast today. Carrie has dedicated the last 30 years of her life to health, wellness, and education, and has been teaching and practicing yoga for over 25 years. Carrie spent 20 years in public education from since what she has retired from to follow her passion for sharing yoga through her yoga delivery company, Yoga's Arc LLC for profit, and Yoga's Arc Foundation for nonprofit. As the founder and CEO, she loves to share the vision of Yoga's Arc by providing yoga for everyone, anywhere, anytime. Carrie's new passion is to mentor new yoga teachers while they begin their journey on their yoga teaching careers. Yoga's Arc now has two yoga teacher training schools in person and on demand and has created the first local yoga teacher community mentoring program to help new certified yoga instructors get started while bringing more yoga to more people. Carrie will always have the passion to teach yoga even though she's taken a back seat giving all of her yoga's arc instructors a chance to shine. She will always encourage her students and has the ability to work with a variety of levels in a variety of classes and she truly cares and it shows in her ability to help her students and teachers feel comfortable in their yoga journeys while being challenged at the same time. My friend Carrie taught me how much I love yoga and that I believe was a catalyst 
and opening the doors for me to begin to explore how yoga can play a part in helping us identify, learn from, and most importantly, heal from past traumas. She is so passionate for what she does, and I believe that she is doing exactly what God created her to do. She walks the talk. I cannot say enough amazing things about this woman, and I am so blessed to call her my friend. I'm so excited to bring this podcast to you. Let's get right to it. Okay. Hi, everybody. Hey. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here with Gina and I. Um, I'm You're so welcome. excited about this. I was like, I was up half the night thinking about this this podcast this morning and so excited to share this with everybody. And, um, cause Carrie, I've known you, I think I've known you since 2010 or 11. Like it's been a while. Oh yes. Yes. And you taught me, Carrie used to be a yoga, like a, a sub on yes. Fridays at this boot camp gym that I went to and she would do yoga for us on Fridays. And you really taught me that I love yoga. Like I had done yoga at different studios and different things like here and there. And I just looked at yoga, like it was a form of exercise, but I didn't really know like everything that yoga could do for you until I met you. And even then after like you moved on to other gyms, I moved on to other gyms and going to other places and doing some really great yoga at some other places. I would always think, gosh, Carrie would be so much better at this. (laughs) taught me a ton. So I, I just, I'm so excited to share this with people and, and just help other people understand that there's more about yoga than just exercise. There absolutely is. Thank you for, for having me to recognize that because we do need to spread that word. Don't we? There's so many different ways we can heal our bodies. And I think Gina and I just speaking for us as when we went to nutrition school together. So that's how Gina and I met is when we were students at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. And we learned a lot about like mind body stuff. So as health coaches, we don't just teach people about the food and the nutrition piece. We look at the whole picture and everything that's going on in your life outside of what you're putting on your plate, because what's going on outside of your plate is influencing what you put on your plate and how Thank you feel. So Thank primary you. food, refreshing, right? Primary food. We call that. Yeah. Your plate, your, yeah, your, your, your secondary food is your food. (laughs) Your primary food is life. The things that are going on in life. I love that. I've never heard that, but I really love that. Yeah. It's, and it's stuff that like nutritionists and dietitians don't teach you that stuff. That's why I always say like, I think health coaches do it a little bit better. We teach from a little different perspective, taking the whole mind and body into balance. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. And then the one thing that I, I it just came to my mind as you were talking about that part of it, Kristen, my daughter, when she went to yoga teacher school, I remember her teacher said, you don't find yoga, yoga finds you at a time in your life when you need it. And I just thought that was just such an interesting thing as the topic that we're talking about today. It is so true. I believe and you know, 27 years of teaching yoga, I truly believe that that is the case Maybe, maybe not, but I would say so. Yeah, definitely. Well, and Carrie, you have, I mean, you've just got an amazing background and an amazing story of your own. And I really, 
you know, I wanted people on this podcast to understand, I think you're just an expert in this topic. There's just, our bodies hold on to different types of trauma. And this took me years of doing yoga and even like yoga led into other like modalities, like Reiki and meditation and sound baths and all of this, a whole other world of things that can help heal our bodies. And I just, I would love for you to talk to us about how yoga can help us just identify even with those traumas or what different types of trauma we I've even heard the phrase big T trauma, little T trauma. Does it even matter? Is there a difference? I think every single human, we're just part of the human experience. We're all holding on to something that that has caused a hurt or a pain in our life. Even if you don't want to call it trauma. Well, let's start with, um, coming out a birth canal, like that's pretty traumatic. So everyone's been through trauma the day they're born, to be honest. So we could even look at that as something traumatic. Absolutely. It right. <laughs> doesn't sound easy. <laughs> right. So it's good that you're recognizing that it doesn't have to be something they, they call it ritualistic, sometimes mm-hmm. ritualistic abuse where it's ongoing versus a single event. It doesn't have to be something ritualistic. It doesn't have to be a single event. Sometimes when we get deep into doing the subconscious work, we find that what really has been stored in our bodies were things we wouldn't even think of. That was said to us when we were 10 or 12, and we've been subconsciously holding on to it, and it stays until we release it for sure. Absolutely. And I'm even, like I said to you before we started recording, I've had this TMJ clicking issue in my jaw for many years. It's frustrating me. I keep trying to figure out what I can do to make it better. And I've had chiropractors and dentists and orthodontists tell me to go see a TMJ specialist. But because of the time that I've spent exploring yoga and other modalities, I just firmly believe that this is my body is hanging on to some sort of trauma. And instead of going to see a specialist, I almost, I want to figure out what this is and how do I make, how can I help my body release this? What can I, mm-hmm. so there's maybe even talk about that, like different things sure. that your body can do to show you that it's holding on to trauma. I love that. Um, I first want to reference two books that I'll probably pull things out of from that I've read and I refer to a lot. The one that's in my hand right now is called Waking the Tiger and it's Healing Trauma. It's by Peter Levine. Some of my teachers have actually met him. Um, This book is for the best big print step-by-step book in trauma. And the other one that I think is more popular, which I'm not finding in my library at the moment, is called The Body Keeps Score. And I'm... I'm forgetting the author off the top of my head, but the two books, the body keeps score is a little more scientific, has a lot more research and it's a deeper than waking the tiger is an easier book to read. Um, so with these two books, just being, um, I like to say I've healed from the trauma calling. If you've been through trauma to, continue to call yourself a victim or even a survivor. Sometimes those terms can be right. So it just depends on what people are comfortable with. I'm going to consider myself as healing from the trauma, right? So as a healer and choosing to do it naturally, I being able to read about it and actually be like, oh my gosh, like here are 
according to Peter Levine, symptoms from trauma, okay? Hypervigilance, flashbacks, extreme sensitivity to light and sound, hyperactivity, exaggerated emotional and startled responses, nightmares, night terrors, abrupt mood swings, reduced ability to deal with stress, difficulty sleeping. This is how it starts. Then by the end, we've got TMJ. Look at that. Hmm. Right? Um, Reduced ability to deal with stress, feelings of helplessness, inability to love, um, exaggerated sexual activity or diminished sexual activity. How many women do we hear talk about how much they don't enjoy sex, right? There's so much to, so much stored in our organs and it can be generational, right? So as women, sometimes we're all in our head feeling terrible about ourselves if we're not feeling like having sex with our partners, Mm -hmm. but there's so much tied to trauma and it gives us and men permission to understand it and not feel bad about it. Right. Mm -hmm. So just reading the symptoms is like, oh, maybe I do have some things stored from trauma. Right. Yeah. What happens in yoga, right. In yoga, you have no distraction. You have no cell phone. You've got no screen. You've got no conversation. You're on a mat with you and your body and your breath. You have nothing else. So when you're moving into a certain shape and you feel something, you're like, hmm, interesting, right? What's that pain? As my teacher Dave always said, pain is not negative. Pain is a message, right? And it's what we do with that message. And yoga, when people start yoga, they're like, oh my gosh, I have been so much pain since I started yoga. I'm like, is the pain from the yoga or are you just finally waking up to sensations that have always been there, right? Yeah. Depending on how people are practicing and where they're practicing can attest to that because if they're pushing too hard at a studio because a teacher's got ego involved, then maybe they're injuring themselves. But if someone is truly practicing by definition yoga, then the sensations they're feeling, they're waking up to what's already been there. So then you just start peeling and peeling. And then you start realizing, you know what? I don't feel good when I take these pills or I don't feel good when I call this person or I don't, my, my stomach hurts more when I eat this food or, you know, and then the next thing, you know, you're having the stuff. So you start to really listen when you start yoga, because there's nothing else. That's really interesting because with, with Kristen and I, we work on food journaling, right? That's one of the tools we use for food. How does that make you feel? Are you getting a headache after, are you getting stomach pain? Are you getting whatever jittery, any of these symptoms that they're getting from food, but now we're taking it bigger and symptoms and signs are definitely good. I definitely agree with that because they're clues, Clues, right? It's all those symptoms. They're good news because they're your body speaking to you. And now you can do something about it and it doesn't have to be 
I mean, I'm not saying that pharmaceuticals don't have their place. Like that's not what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is maybe we could look at the chronic pain and maybe add some other, you know, therapies or, or homework or exercises or breath techniques to it to see if together things can help, not just one way. I love that. And, you know, cause I mean, it's hard, like we are in such a crazy, busy society from the minute you wake up, you grab your cell phone. I mean, it's just like, boom, 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 coming at your brain all day long, nonstop. It's how do you make yourself sleep at night? Even So when you do yoga, you have no choice. Like you said, I love that. Cause you shut everything out and you are forced to look at something or feel something. I mean, I've done yoga classes where I'm like, I hate this right now. I hate this. I don't want to be doing this. And it's more just like the mental part, I think, and the emotional stuff. Cause I love yoga, but there have been times where I'm like, this sucks. I don't want to do this. Absolutely. Yes. But we keep coming back to our mat. Yeah. I mean, cause the first time I, I accidentally fell into a meditation class at a gym that I had been going to. I thought it was a yoga class. I got the time wrong. It ended up being a meditation class and I'm laying in there and this instructor, Erica, I love her. She, I had no idea what I was doing and I'm laying in there like, what the, this sucks. Like, I, well, come on, I got things to do. Like we need to be moving. Like I didn't get it. I didn't understand what I was supposed to be doing. I hated it, but I was intrigued and I kept going back and I kept going back. And then it rolled into like really understanding that, that total feeling of bliss and floatiness that you get when you really are in meditation was so medicinal. It was almost addicting. And then that led into like sound baths and things like it was just, yeah. And that's, um, in this subject, if you think about whether it's our connection spiritually, right. For me, I am Christian. I'm Jesus is my everything. And so when I'm quiet and no distractions with yoga, I'm able to spend time with my heavenly father, right? Because there's nothing distracting me. So that's my prayer time. That's my quiet time. That's my fill up my cup time. And we have been taught as a society, like you said, I think one of the benefits I don't even want to say that. I I think one of the outcomes that we have to have with gratitude of COVID is people had to stop. Mm -hmm. And stopping is something that we weren't allowed to do. We weren't allowed to be sick. We weren't allowed to take sick days. And, And as health coaches, your role is so important because Yoga is too much, right? We're on our mats. I, I've been doing it for 27 years. So I, I, I still am learning every day. But to have a health coach along with the practice to help people see those things and those patterns and 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 to help them understand all of the connections versus in yoga, sometimes you you're you're just you're there on your mat and then you leave and then how do you connect that to everything else? So sometimes we need people like you, when we get started to help us understand how it all fits together and to know that yoga can be your spiritual journey and your food journey, right? So thank you for, for honoring that as health coaches, because I don't, I, sometimes I feel like we're looked at as competition 
but really we're in this together. It's just, we're different pieces of the puzzle, right? Definitely. We're definitely, all these modalities work hand in hand with each other. And one of the tools that we use also in health coaching is what we call a circle of life wheel. And it's the different pie shapes, right? So food is one piece of the pie, one piece, exercise, relationships, sex, financial, career, all of, all of that encompasses wellness. So definitely. I'm going to jump down a rabbit hole that I think you guys will agree with. And all the yoga teachers that are listening, I'm sorry, but there's this fad and pressure in yoga of being vegan. And I really believe that as health coaches, maybe you can speak to this, that we need to eat right for our blood type, that we need to eat right for our bodies and we need to eat the right foods and protein is a part of it. And I just feel that we need to eat from the right farms and the right places and get our eggs from the right chickens. Like it's not about, I'm not saying that vegan is, is a choice for some people. It might be a good choice, but I, I'm, I'm not for that. And I eat meat and I eat organic meat. So anything you want to say about that? <laughs> we, I don't think, I know Gina and I are on the same page. I mean, we're the, it's not the right fit for everybody. It's just oh. not. I remember early on when I was in the grocery store, like, I think I might've even still been a student in nutrition school. And I was, you know, you bump into people at the grocery store. I'm in the produce department and this lady's looking for something. And I saw, I was like, what are you looking for? And she tried to help her find whatever she's trying to find in the produce department. And somehow the subject of meat came up and she was, and then that I was a health coach and she was like, Oh, you're a health coach and you're not vegan. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I think some people just need to eat a damn cheeseburger once in a while. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. The hidden house in Chandler has the best cheeseburger I've ever had. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, side note, sorry <laughs> for all of you that don't live in Chandler and don't yeah, even We love it. But yeah, I don't think that there's one, there is not one diet that fits oh. every single person. And that's oh. our jobs to, to teach people what works for you. I mean, I'm not a proponent of a, you know, a all meat diet. That's not good either. Yeah. But just like with you, Carrie, it's like, you know, there's yoga is one of many modalities that will help your body. For because I have friends that are have gone through traumatic experiences and they can't even understand what what they're dealing with. What are they holding on to? And it's crazy how you might be sexually abused or you might just have a, there might be some, like a sexual trauma that you remember, or there may be some sort of trauma in your life that you just can't you don't know, but you right. know something's wrong. So I'm glad you brought that up. One out of three women are sexually abused. One out of five men. Okay, so when you sit in your community and you look around and you do the numbers, we can do the math, right? I am healing from 10 years of sex abuse from the age of five to 15 from um, a very, very, very obese man that was one of my father's best friends. And I was sent down the doctor rabbit hole for 25 years with so much pain. And so much knowledge and none of them 
could figure it out. I would rip up prescriptions at, in doctors' faces. And I just knew that all of their answers weren't the answer, but I didn't know the answer. And I found a health coach. And I started with my health coach in 2014. And she grew up with my husband. So they had that small town relationship. And I knew that because they were close, he would buy into anything she needed me to do, right? Because you have to have buy-in whatever your health plan is from your family. Because if the people you live with aren't supporting you and your community isn't supporting you, no matter if it's your nutrition, if it's overcoming trauma, it's, it's not happening. That's why we have to get the people and the things out of our life that don't want to support our journeys. And that's probably the most important but hardest thing for people to do. Right? I almost wish you could repeat that and say that part again. Get them out. Get the ones right? out that aren't the anchors, right? The anchors. anchors. We got to let those anchors go. We do. And that's part of the yoga is the non-attachment. That's where we can learn to let go of what doesn't serve us because yoga is all about not attaching to things, right? And we accidentally learn that through yoga. Now, let's, let's, I love the story of the impala. I didn't even know that an impala was an animal. Okay. But an impala is what we're going to talk about for a minute. So I learned about the impala when I was reading the waking the tiger and it talked about all these cute, they like deer like, and they're all like grazing in the sun, <laughs> having their grass. And then all of a sudden here comes the scary tiger, right? And the tiger comes and actually gets the impala, one of them, the rest scatter, right? So we've seen right there, just in that situation, freeze, the one that got caught, right? Flight all the other ones that ran, right? So what the Impala does is it literally plays dead for days until all of them are getting ready to prepare to eat the Impala. Then it jumps up and takes off when they don't pay attention. Sometimes, right? But that's, so the Impala gets away. And what do you think the Impala does? Shakes it off. Runs and hides. <laughs> nope. The Impala shakes. Have you ever seen like a dog just shake or a cat shake? They're literally shaking out the trauma. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Wow. I never knew that. So now we rescue Huskies. My youngest one was deserted in the desert for six months because the owners didn't want to pay for his illnesses and they found him almost dead. So every time we take him outside, he cries and shakes and cries and shakes and cries and shakes. And I'm like, this dog's going to be super healthy because it's not holding on to its trauma. It's shaking every time. For me as an example, as a kid, now I wake up, I've been abused sexually. What do I have to do? I have to go downstairs, put my school clothes on, pretend nothing happened, get on the school bus and go to school. There's no shaking. No, it's all inward. Inward. So we all, whether it's sex abuse or watching an alcoholic parent or something as simple as, oh, we don't talk about that in our family. Let's not air our dirty laundry or, you know, whatever the trauma is, we continue to shove it and shove it. And no one teaches us to move and shake. Yeah. 
when literally that is what the answer is biologically, right? So now we're 30 year olds, we're 40 year olds, right? Our bodies are shutting down, our organs are shutting down, and we haven't shaken anything out yet, right? So that's where subconscious healing comes into play. And part of that is like the yoga, right? We're doing deep breathing and the long breaths trigger our nervous system because the vagus nerve, and I know we all love to go to Vegas, everybody, (laughs) vagus nerve that helps all of our organs, our digestion, when we take deep breaths or shake it off, it resets us so that we can digest our food. I lost 15 pounds when I stopped running and hiding from that trauma because I had so much stuck in me, right? That all I had to do is slow down and breathe through it and let it rise without having to put all these stories to it and literally shake it out on my mat. And it's worked magically. That's amazing. Yeah. It really is amazing. And it's just, it's so what we hang on to. It's so crazy how much this gets stuck in there. And we don't even know. And mm-hmm. just that, whole, like I shared with you before we started recording that I had done a, a massage with Reiki for the first time mm-hmm. a month ago. And I wasn't expecting it. I wasn't looking for anything. And I just, it was like three days afterwards, I was kind of a mess. Just couldn't believe the things that kept coming into my mind and my thoughts. And I was like, where is this coming from? I didn't even know there was anything in there. I just wanted a massage. (laughs) And according to this book, what you went through is absolutely 100% helpful, normal, and healing. It felt really good. Like it was weird. I was kind of conflicted, like I was emotional, but I was also like, oh my God, this is so good. Like, it was a very peaceful feeling like these thoughts and emotions that kept coming up and it wasn't causing me to feel like any anger or resent. It was just like, it just started to make sense to me. And it was very like, ah, this is so good. It was emotional and uncomfortable at times, but yeah, it was, it was just so healing. Cleansing. Yes. And, and, and what he says to do is when those things happen, is we just need to do the self-care things. We need to rest, hydrate. We don't need to create this big story if we want to like color or just to literally rest and recover, right? And and I don't think doctors and society, it's nobody's fault, but just nobody knows how to help. Well, there's not- no money in breath. There's no money in it. So that's part of the, the other book. You, you hear about these places like in Boston when they started to study trauma and these people that dedicated their lives to it. And they found that ritualistic movement of any way with communities is super healing because you're shaking it out. So you think of all these tribal dances and rituals from all over the world are literally tra- tra- healing trauma as a, as a community. And, and I think that's why some people are drawn to like, group fitness classes and group yoga classes because we feel supported as a community, right? Yeah. Depending on the teacher and their approach to the space. But we we have the support of the community while we're doing the movement that we need to get out the stuff. Like all of my therapists have said many times, 
if it wasn't for being a group fitness instructor, which I was taught for 30 years that that was why I had the pain, right? I was taught that the pain was too much exercise when really I was running from the pain and the exercise is what saved me, according to my therapist who say I would be the prostitute heroin addict on the side of the street if it wasn't for how much I punched and kicked during my group fitness classes. So there's a lot to be said about society shoving trauma because there's, there's too much of it. And, and a lot of generations are going to have to, you know, just accept some truths. Yes. <laughs> so here we are trying to help people with their trauma in a, in a society that isn't supporting us. And the pharmaceuticals would take these basketball courts out of these therapy places in Boston and put in pharmaceutical labs, right? Ripping down the movement centers in these therapy places and building pharmaceutical labs because pharmaceuticals make money. Stories yeah. don't. Which I think was, you know, during the shutdown phase of COVID when they shut down group like gyms. Yes. That I think like for me, I was throwing a fit because it was my place to go and move. And like, it brought, like, I don't have a play. I don't have coworkers. Like I needed that socialized time of my day and, and my week. And, but I think having that period of shutdown really brought so much mental health issues to the forefront because nobody had a place, like you're saying, to go and shake, to yeah. shake it to commune and, and to, find that balance in your, your mental health. I mean, that is, it's such a huge part of our overall health. So yeah, brings all that stuff to light. So, which in a way has been good. Like you said, it made everybody stop mm-hmm. and look and realize and like come to grips with like dealing with some of the deep stuff. So. Absolutely. And, and we are, you know, just people that have risen. You both have probably had your challenges with nutrition or or people, right, where you followed your path, like you're on your path. We're on our path because of what healing's done for us and what we've seen it do, do for people. And I think our jobs are just to give people permission to choose how they want to heal. Exactly. I love that. Because people have a choice. I've always, I, I've said that for you. And I think that's the good part about your health. You have a choice. You have control over this. Nobody can take that away from you you have choices and that's liberating because there's so much ill health in the world, whether it's mental or physical, but you are the one in control. I find that liberating. It's very liberating. And I just said it to a client this week. We're the CEOs of our own body. It's the path we choose to take with it. I had an appointment today with a neurosurgeon to see where I'm at with my back and he didn't want to move to surgery, which I was happy to hear because he's the surgeon. And he said, no, he said, go conservative. And when he told me to go conservative, conservative is a nerve block. And I was like, okay, I'm going to heal it on my own though. Right. Heal it on my own. So, and I'm going to do it through nutrition, meditation and exercise movement. So that's the new plan. But I know that now that I had to use that type of medicine and meet with those type of providers to get the full picture. Exactly. Yep. It's all part of the plan. Mm-hmm. But we are the CEOs. You're so right. I love that. 
just like I was people, your DNA is not your destiny. Just I've heard people say like, Oh, my mother had diabetes. My father had heart disease. So like, no, yeah. <laughs> change that. And that's the good news. Doesn't mean that this is going to happen to you. So. Right. And let's talk about the mind, our mind, whatever we think we become. So yoga also helps with those thought patterns and helping us not own those things. When people are like, Oh, my ADHD or my back pain or my, this we're, we're taking ownership of that. We don't have to own it. Right. It's an ailment. It's a pain sending us a message kind of thing. Well, those are limiting beliefs. I think when you believe that that's going to, yeah, I can't do this. I can't do that. No, you actually can. Let's find a way to make it happen. <laughs> right. When you identify, right. Sometimes people get too comfortable in that trauma or that illness or that sickness that they, they get too comfortable and it becomes the identity and trying to peel those layers like an onion to get someone out and realize that they are not their depression. They are not their back pain. In my case, they're not the, your TMJ. You're not TMJ, right? Like one of the, didn't I, didn't we send something to each other recently? It was like, we have skin too. We're not skin, right? <laughs> you, know, you have fat on your body. You're not fat. You have hair. You're not hair. <laughs> you have it. That's right more than that. So Carrie, you said you, before we started, you said you, you had just woken up from, you had just done some sort of release. I want you to share that with us if you're comfortable doing that. Cause I don't even know this story yet, but. <laughs> no, I, it's interesting because um, my relatives are all, all flew in from all over the, the country and they're about 10 minutes from me right now. So the past 48 hours, I've had to heighten my boundary setting because the riffraff is in town, right? And last, I've just been really busy. We opened up our third city, like things have been busy. And so last night I had my my best friend's surprise birthday party. Her family is like my adopted family. And I woke up this morning and... I mean, when I tell you the releases, I've released a hernia on my own because the hernia was from the sex abuse that is just adhesions over time. And with a chiropractor, I've been, I've done it by myself and it's been very liberating, very challenging with a special type of yoga that I use yin for connective tissue. But this morning I was literally keeled over on the couch in a ball, having a release, like it talks about in the book. And I understand why. And I'm laying there in this ball going, how am I going to be able to sit up and tell my story today? And I was laying there and my husband's rubbing my back, like, you know, doing what he does for me. And I'm, I took my medicine. I take aconite, which my subconscious healer subscribe to me and it's a plant-based you can get it off amazon and she did a muscle test and it's literally like the most calming and i took it and i was laying there in my ball and it dawned on me and i called my people because i always say for the panic attacks and the trauma always have your five people on a on a piece of paper in your pocket that you know you can reach out to to call when you're having that experience to remind you to breathe So this morning I had to call on my people to remind me to breathe through this panic attack. And um, even as a 27 year veteran teacher that has three schools and mentoring people, I still have to call on people. 
and I'm breathing through it. And I, you know, I, I needed silence. And Rob knows not to turn on the TV when Carrie's having her thing. I just need to be. And God so clearly said, I needed to put you in this exact moment for you to have the courage to tell your story. So you don't forget all the pain you've experienced in your life. So get up and tell your story. And the whole time I'm having this conversation with God in my bed, I have Kristen's text last night going, by the way, don't come glorious. I'm not going to be, I'm coming from the gym, so I'm not going to look pretty. And I'm like, and that's in my voice. (laughs) And I got out of bed and I sat on the couch and I said, Rob, this was like my house cleaner canceled this morning. I never have the time. All of this, everything aligned, everything aligned. And then I go to show up and I didn't even have to use the password. Love it. Yeah. And by sharing my story, I feel better, which just reminds people that when you're having an episode, whether it's PMS or whatever it is, sometimes you just need to talk about it and give ourselves permission to be with it and process it and not feel like like we have to push through our day. It's not yoga-like. And you being able to do this, Carrie, it's going to, anybody that listens to this, it's going to help people right? To hear that like you've suffered the worst kind of trauma that, that any woman can think of. And look, look at where you are and look at how strong you are. Exactly. That is it a beacon for anybody. Yeah. And it, even for people that can't remember, or don't understand what their trauma is. Yeah. Subconscious therapists help me get there. And I just want to say, if anybody is listening and you need to reach out to me personally, please do so. I have your back. I have resources, you know, so I can, I, I can be of help, whatever trauma. But if you have anything similar to my story that you need to talk about, I'm here for you. I just love that. Well, Carrie, tell us how I'm going to post I will write this out in the description below the podcast for people to find you, because I think it's really great for people to be connected with you through your social media accounts and just watch. And so stuff that you post is very insightful and very deep. And I learn something every time I, I read one of your posts and I'm just grateful to have you in my life. And I'm grateful for what you're doing. And like, if we can help each other reach more people, it's just going to help. Absolutely. Yes. So you can reach me. My name is spelled K-A-R-Y. And my email is that Carrie at yogazark.com. Y-O-G-A-S-A-R-C.com. And Yogazark is our mobile yoga company. We have over 50 partnerships from um, Tucson to Flagstaff. We service mostly addiction, addiction recovery centers, Um, corporate offices, senior centers, parks, breweries, you name it, we bring yoga to it. And um, you can anything Yogazark, Y-O-G-A-S-A-R-C. And my phone number, I'm going to give you my my personal phone number, which is also the business phone number. Anyone wants to talk about trauma or needs help, 480-861-3788. You are a huge blessing. So are you too. Thank you so much. I have really enjoyed this time with you, Carrie. It's always, I mean, I feel like I could talk to you all day because I could, (laughs) especially if we pour a bottle of wine. 
which I know, right? Another and do. <laughs> yes. And get me talking about trauma. I could talk all day long. And I love that. I love how open you are about it. And it's such a path and such a journey. Like you didn't get there. It, this, this took a lifetime for you. And lifetime. Yeah. People need to be patient with themselves. So you. Is the average age someone comes out. What, what age? 22. 52 is the average age. Someone feels comfortable coming forward with their trauma. Yeah. yeah. No, that's wow. a long time to hold on to stuff. Yeah. That is a long time. Mm-hmm. So if we can help some people speak up earlier, doing that, sooner, that long. get some years, get some life back before that's it. Exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Well, I am going to end this, but thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Carrie. This was really helpful. I know it's going to help a lot of people. It definitely was enlightening to me and I'm looking forward to following you and learning more from you. So thank you. You too. Friends, thank you so, so very much for joining us today. We know this podcast was full of a lot of amazing information and our wish is that this blesses you in some way. We would love for you to share this podcast with someone. And we know that as you listen to this, there was most likely somebody or maybe more than one person that came to mind as you were listening. Please share this with them. Please bless them with this. I've personally gotten really brave about sharing podcasts with people that I think are going to be impactful and profound for other people to hear. And I would love for you to do that with this podcast as well. The world needs more healing and we pray that this podcast will help more people get closer to finding their own path toward that end. Carrie shared some really fantastic information with us on this podcast so we would love for you to stay connected with her through her social media channels and continue to learn from her and allow her to be part of your very own healing journey. You can find her at at Carrie Sincuel, and again, her name was spelled Carrie K A R Y Sincuel S I N K U L E on Instagram, and Carrie Sincuel on LinkedIn and Facebook, just her name spelled out. And you can find them on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Pinterest at Yoga's Arc, the at sign Yoga's Arc, and that was Y O G A S. A-R-C. And their website is yogasarc.com. And I will also make sure to put that information for Carrie's contact in the description below this podcast so that you can refer back to it in the future and be sure to find her. So, And don't forget to follow health coach Gina and I on Facebook and Instagram at Stop Chasing Wellness. You can do the at sign, Stop Chasing Wellness, and find us there. And we invite you to read our book and check out our online wellness coaching programs that we offer. And you can see all of that stuff on our website at stopchasingwellness.com. Thank you so very much for spending your valuable time with us today. The love and light in me salutes and honors the love and light in each and every one of you. Namaste. Namaste.